proud to stand as a small islander at this great podium on behalf of our people. Our country may be small, and I may be even smaller. But today we are mighty. Today we stand with giants. My standing here today in the General Assembly is a reflection of the success of President Sorin's foreign policy. Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, we have plenty of challenges. But for just a moment, let us celebrate all that we have achieved in the past two years. In record time, humanity has developed multiple viable vaccines for COVID-19. Scientists and researchers from dozens of countries collaborated on a remarkable feat of human ingenuity. And the largest vaccine rollout in the history of mankind is currently underway. While certainly not without flaws, it is monumental in its undertaking. For these accomplishments alone, we should be proud. Before I outline the 76th session and the hopeful theme I've chosen to pursue, allow me to ask you this. Where do we want to be at this time next year? What is it that we, as a people, intend to achieve over the next 12 months? From my discussions with many in this room, from social media, from the UN 75 survey, and from the Secretary General's Common Agenda report, the answer is clear. The world wants peace of mind. The people want solutions to the challenges we collectively face. And challenges are not in short supply. Fragility, conflict, COVID-19, climate change, the list goes on. These issues and more keep our citizens awake at night. They fuel a collective anxiety and a worry that things are progressively getting worse. They worry that we are not doing enough to solve the problems facing our world. And my friends, they are not wrong. We can do more. We know this in our hearts. On COVID-19, we have the vaccine, the know-how, the capacity for distribution. We lack only the political support. On climate change, we have incredible innovations in renewable energy, in adaptive technologies, and in transitioning away from fossil fuels. We lack, again, only the political support and the related financing. On conflict and instability, we have near universal desire for nuclear disarmament and non-proliferation. Yet, we fall at the finish line, leaving treaties unratified. On humanitarian concerns, we have enough food and water to provide for the planet many, many times over. Yet, there's genuine fear that we will see the return of famine and the impacts of drought. Hundreds of millions will require humanitarian assistance by year's end. My friends, there are moments in time that are turning points. And this is one such moment. We can choose a path of isolationism, of mutual destruction, of a slow retreat of human experiment, or we can forge together a new path, a sustainable and resilient path that changes the future of our planet. COVID-19 may have been a tragedy of the grandest scale, but it may also have been a canary in the coal mine, warning us of the perils we face if we continue to drag our feet to avoid making the hard but necessary choices. I will push for a recovery that builds back better, stronger, greener and bluer. By following the paths laid out by Agenda 2030, we can pivot away from destructive practices and embrace a better future. We must return our attention to the climate crisis. It has taken a backseat to COVID-19. The IPCC report and others speak for themselves. We are no longer on the wrong path. Excellencies, we are on the edge of the cliff.